How do you become a DJ and create an incredibly successful lifestyle while everyone around you doesn't even believe it's possible? That's the big question. And this podcast will give you the answer. Welcome to the DJ University Podcast. DJ University Podcast. The title of this episode is not clickbait. My dad passed away on Tuesday, November 17th at around 6 p.m., which is just a little under two weeks ago. Now, I understand this podcast is supposed to be about DJing, so I'll definitely make sure to loop it around with that. Uh, But I hope that I can ask for permission to get very real in this episode. It's always been my style to be transparent, to choose oversharing versus undersharing and keeping secrets, to tell more of the truth than less of the truth, even at the risk of being judged. And so I hope that you are okay with me oversharing in this episode. If not, of course, you can just click pause or stop and just exit out of the episode. On Tuesday, November 17th at around 6 p.m., I received a phone call from my sister notifying me that my dad had passed. Just a couple of days before that, my wife and I had gone to visit him in person at his home. Now, he had reached out to me multiple times um, within the last few months, asking to have us come over for dinner and visit with them. Um, But my dad was 83 years old. So I was just trying to do the responsible thing to make sure that him being 83 at the highest risk of the, you know, the highest risk population for COVID, I was trying to keep the distance between us that we would communicate through email, which he preferred phone call or even set up a zoom call. But I could tell in the tone of his voice that it was more important to come visit him and that was urgent. He had mentioned that he had been battling cancer, you know, for the last decade and he had mentioned that it had come back and that it wasn't looking good, that he didn't have the faith that he was going to be able to beat it this time. There's a lot of fear that came up to just within me, you know, um, because nobody wants to see someone that they love be at their weakest point. Regardless of my dad and my past, nobody wants to see anyone in pain or suffering. But I mustered up the courage and my wife and I went to go visit him. Within seconds of walking through his front door and seeing him for the first time in months, it became very apparent to me of his true status. His skin was looking pale. He was slouched over the couch with his eyes closed in agony, not doing very well. And I thought to myself, maybe it's the medicine that's making him drowsy, unaware of his surroundings. Or maybe he was just tired because we had come to visit in the later afternoon. After all, he had had a full day ahead of him before that. We had a nurse come over and she had 
shared a conversation with the entire family. And she had mentioned that, you know, it could be six months to two years of life expectancy for my father. And he said that, you know, really, it also could be days or weeks. But in the nature that he was in, they were expecting six months to years. So to have him pass away two days after that conversation was shocking to us. However, I'm really glad that we had a chance to visit in person. I had a chance to say my goodbyes. He had a chance to say his goodbyes because we really didn't know what to expect. I had told him that I loved him. He had told me back that he loved me. And those are words that we didn't share very often, maybe once a year at tops. He kind of comes from the uh, older generation. He's an ex-Marine. And even the way he was brought up with his own parents, they were very affectionate and didn't share those kinds of words with each other. And so I understood growing up that it's just something not to expect from my dad. Now, you may be asking yourself, why, why are you sharing all of this darkness and this sadness on this episode, on this podcast? After all, it's a podcast for DJs, right? Well, I thought it would be cool to talk about the various memories and the things that I've learned from my dad and also the things that I've learned through going through this situation, this very tough situation, in hopes that you would be able to walk away with something that you could apply to your life, to your career, and to your loved ones. Now, as I mentioned, you know, um, for any of those that have already heard my story before, my dad and I had a really tough relationship I'd always joked that my dad, dad's always been kind of a pessimist to a fault, by the way. <laughs> so um, the joke was you could put my dad on a sunny beach with a cocktail in hand and he would complain about how hot the sun was. He just had various things that I'm still unaware of, to be honest, but I could tell that there were certain demons in his closet that he had never dealt with, never forgiven himself for. And because of that, he had always had this narcissistic, egotistical nature about him that was also very angry and negative. My wife and I, and actually even my mother and I and other folks have always mentioned that, you know, whenever you get in the room with Bill, that's the name of my dad, it would become the Bill show. Most conversations 
most healthy conversations are a two-way conversation. A person may ask a question, the other person answers, and then that same person that answered the question may turn around the question or ask another question in order to engage into the conversation to allow all parties to participate. My dad was different in that sense. He had always just, we wouldn't even have to ask him a question. He would just start talking about all of the things that he was proud of, all of the things that he had accomplished, as if we needed to hear about how amazing he was. Now understand, it may come off as, Ben, this is very rude. This is really dark of you to talk about a man who had just passed, let alone your father who had just passed, and talk about some of the negative things like this is a bash fest. And that's not what I'm trying to make this. What I'm trying to shine light on is that even though this man may have had his imperfections, we all do, by the way. Nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect. There's a lot to learn from throughout these imperfections. And in a way, he had served me well with his imperfections. Like, for instance, because it had always been the Bill show growing up, um, he had always over-trumped, hijacked the conversation, any conversation he was in. So when it came to his own son, myself, trying to talk to him about something that I may be interested in, it always became about him in the end and me just listening to him for hours to the point that I was exhausted. And then moving forward, I tried to avoid the conversations because I knew that it might get myself trapped and in trouble. And what it had done for me is that it shined light on an example of what not to do. So that way, when I'm in conversations, I always have strived to make it about the other person. To be a listener over just being the main attraction and the storyteller in the conversation. So if you ever get in a conversation with me, you may notice that I'll ask open-ended questions. And when you answer them, I'll follow up with more questions until you realize, oh, I've been talking a lot and I see what Ben's doing. <laughs> Because I'm generally interested in what people have to say. And I also understand that I don't know it all. So to hear other people's perspectives is actually a really incredible thing that can help me decipher what the truth may be. Speaking of the truth, that's another thing that my dad had struggled with is that, in my opinion, he had been a compulsive liar for the majority of his life and had driven a lot of people away from him. He didn't have many friends. The family that he did have was avoiding him. And generally in public, he was very charming. But growing up and knowing the truth about this man, I knew that he had lied 
in order to be liked. He had made up things in order to be liked. And what I took from that is truth is sometimes... Truth can sometimes get you in trouble. Truth can sometimes not make you the popular person in the room or the most liked person in the room. However, the truth is important. The truth is important to display and to not withhold. So... When it comes to the lessons I learned from my father is that even though it may get me in trouble to tell someone the truth, especially someone that I love the truth, knowing that it may upset them, I would way rather do that and upset them temporarily and keep their trust forever versus losing their trust. Because once you lose someone's trust, it's very hard to gain back that trust. However, if you upset someone because you told them the truth, at least they'll respect you for telling them the truth and hopefully they'll get over it and forgive you over time and not be upset at you anymore. But I understand for some folks it's hard to tell the truth because they want to avoid confrontation. Nobody likes someone else to be mad at them. Nobody likes that. But because I've seen it firsthand or maybe secondhand, I guess, watching my father growing up telling white lies, telling straight out lies, and folks finding out later about the truth and how it severed their relationship It's something that I aspired not to do. You know, a admirable quality of my dad is that he was a very strong person and also a very intelligent person. Let's talk about the first. He was strong. He was a survivor. He had never given up. And no matter what challenges were thrown at him, he would figure out a way to conquer those challenges. So I think, you know, one thing that we do growing up is we look at our parents and we choose the good qualities to take with us and look at the bad qualities as examples of what to avoid moving forward throughout adulthood, navigating life ourselves, or once we have a family, how we plan to lead our family and our kids. And that's an admirable quality that I adopted, that I would never be intimidated of any challenge that was thrown my way, and that I would choose, instead of running away from it, to head straight towards it. Something that I had picked up on from a book that I had read in the past had mentioned that all people have problems. It's just that the successful people choose to deal with their problems versus others choose to avoid the problems by medicating themselves, 
by distracting themselves with TV or other recreational things. And so what I would encourage you to do is to choose to take on the problems because you're no different than anybody else. All successful people have the same 24 hours that you do. All successful people also have problems just as much as you do as well. And I understand we like to think of ourselves that we're special and that we're different. And even though the specific challenges that you're faced with are different, it does not mean that they are more vast or greater than other people's. There are plenty of successful people that have dealt with some really massive problems that they have overcome. It's the very process of overcoming those problems that had made them smarter and more intelligent. And that would have to be the second admirable quality of my dad is that he was a very intelligent person. Even two days before he had passed, when I had visited him with my wife, he had still shared a very intelligent and aware conversation with us. He'd still use his big words that he loved to use. And I'm still very impressed because I understand that some folks, as they approach near the end of their life, they start losing their thinking ability. That was not the case for my dad. He had still referenced birthdays and some very, very pertinent information that a person that had lost their memory would have probably not been able to reiterate. You know, another thing that I learned from this situation is how important it is to forgive, to forgive others, to give others grace. The last conversation that I shared with my dad just a couple of days before he had passed, he had shared with me some regrets, anger that he was still holding on to, and ultimately things that he had not come to terms with yet. And unfortunately, he took that with him all the way to the last day of his life. I'm no expert here, but it seems that it's important to most folks that we live a full life without any regrets. And I believe that the way that you can diminish those regrets is by giving forgiveness and by asking for forgiveness. I'm not, pr- not proud to say this, but a part of the last conversation that I shared with my dad, he had taken a jab at me for things that he felt I had done to him, things that, that were wrong that I had done to him. And it wasn't my job to, I don't think it was either one of our jobs to 
resolve that issue by hashing it out in his condition. I think what was more important was for me to ask for forgiveness and to give him the opportunity and the choice to give forgive me if he felt that I was deserving of it. And he did. And I couldn't have asked for a better way to end our conversation, end our last conversation. And so I'm not here to give advice, but if there's something that you can take from my specific situation is that if there's anything that you have done wrong or anyone that you have done wrong to, that it's okay to ask for forgiveness. And by the way, don't expect that person to forgive you. That's not the point. The point is that you did the right thing no matter how hard it may have been. And if someone did something wrong to you, if you've been hurt and you're still holding a grudge against that person, try to forgive them. Try to give them grace. Because knowing that you have messed up in the past, knowing that no matter how perfect you try to be, no matter how awesome you try to be, sometimes we just drop the ball. We're humans after all. And since we drop the ball unintentionally, since we make the wrong choices sometimes and make mistakes, shouldn't that mean that we should also be understanding of others of making mistakes for themselves? Choosing the wrong thing to do? I don't know your specific situation. And I may be bringing up some really tough feelings right now. Trust me, I know what it feels like. But the point of asking for forgiveness and the point of giving grace and forgiving someone else that had made may have done you wrong has nothing to do with that person, to be honest. It has everything to do with you. Because ultimately, if you want to pass away from this earth without having any regrets, this is a way to work towards that path. I'm not saying that it's the way to achieve that goal, but it's a way towards that path, towards that journey. So to summarize, be honest. (laughs) Choose to look at the positive within the negative. Because every negative situation 
has something baked in that's really beautiful. And only those who dare to look and search for the awesomeness in the negative situation are the ones that truly gain. Ask for forgiveness and knowing that you're not perfect, try to give a little grace. Try to forgive others. I know this episode has been very real and I really do appreciate you for allowing me the space to be so vulnerable (laughs) and so transparent. I have done some thinking on my own to process this, but in a way this has helped me as well. So I I really appreciate you. you. If you did decide to listen all the way to the end, I really appreciate you for choosing to do so. And to be honest, it's weird just talking into a microphone, staring at a wall. I'm, I'm staring at a wall panel right now, like a sound panel. It's not the same as sharing a real conversation with people. So if you feel like you'd like to reach out to me, I'd love to share a real conversation with you. Reach out to any of our social media platforms or on Facebook or on Instagram. The handle is learn from DJU. So learn from DJU. And just DM me. I'll answer. And maybe we can share a conversation. Otherwise, I'll catch you on the next one. We hope this episode provided you with incredible value. Please leave us a review so we can learn from your feedback on ways to improve. Subscribe to the podcast and be notified when the next episode drops. Lastly, don't just listen to this podcast. Take massive, imperfect action.